Hi there and welcome to another podcast on surviving India. Today we will talk about surviving Indian godman. Yeah, today we are going to talk about a touchy subject. I'll try to keep it light because uh, my godman could be your godman. Who knows? Anyway, India is a intensely spiritual country. It's also a very religious country. I think these two are two different things. spirituality the quest to find out who we are why we came into this world what's going to happen to us and the true meaning of life and all that and religion the celebration of our various gods and goddesses and the solas we take from our temples and churches and mosques particularly when we get into deep trouble i get deeply religious when i'm in deep trouble anyway today we are going to talk about godmen the so called intermediaries who appear from nowhere they are the former postman the government officer the real estate broker the retired professor the yoga guru and today they are all the godmen the most charismatic intermediary between us and the gods the power broker between us and the god anyway so in india you come across the godmen in few different ways the first is when your family has a godman so apart from gods that your family worships they may be subscribing to a particular godman now the safest godman is a dead godman I mean if he's been dead for a few years there's nothing much to worry about after all he doesn't have a direct influence on you his cult or the group of followers would still be there but generally the longer the godman has been dead the safer he is i say he because uh, mostly it is a he and uh, there are few she's as well but as i said your family could have a godman and if it's a dead godman i don't think much harm will come through that there could be some harm but we'll come to that later on the second type of uh, godman you come across when he is being advertised everywhere meaning any corner you look at it uh, he would be there there'll be posters proclaiming his omnipresence uh, his uh, um, intelligence and his benevolence literally every street corner would have a banner of his speech and you slowly get brainwashed i mean the same guy whose voice you do not like in youtube you begin to slowly like it because it's like lux or pond soap uh, or hammam it's all around you and eventually you think maybe it's going to work i mean when do you really prescribe to it is when you are in deep trouble when things are not really working for you when you have lost your job uh, when you had a business debacle when there's been a death in the family or you are seriously ill there has been some other traumatic event you there's you lost uh, you've fallen in love with someone and then you suddenly lost that person you ended up in a divorce something and then you are emotionally vulnerable and during this time you will remember this poster this thing that you saw which you were mocking once upon a time now it seem like a logical place to go to so that's the second time that you come across the godman when you are most vulnerable the other time is when a friend of yours or a relative 
has come back from one of those meetings one of the satsangs or one of those uh, trips to a mountain retreat and they come back and talk about the the joy of the whole trip and the meeting with this guru this godman and uh, the stuff that has happened to them since so now you have a personal testimonial and personal testimonials in advertisement are very very powerful right now what this girl or boy is talking about is the overall experience they had it's like a trick where they meet uh, friends they had good food they had a safe travel they generally had fun and now they'll be ascribing this whole emotional um betterment to the godman and then they will subscribe to him and they would also gently and subtly uh, talk about you joining the group next time and you would go for the sake of community for the sake of your friend and sometimes your friend would get released but you would get hooked on and this is the third time that you come across a godman and uh, the fourth you come across a godman like this by listening to a podcast or watching a youtube video and suddenly everything makes sense to you at that moment in time you're seeking some answer and voila you opened a book and he was there you listened to a video she was there and now you feel that he is literally god sent that's when you really get into the trap i say trap because not all godmans are equally harmful first variety we talked about is a dead godman i mean he's just a photo or he's just a statue in a temple and it costs a few hundred rupees to visit the place or you go there and give a small donation you get some food you feel good it's like going to any other temple or church it just makes you feel good it's all right meaning it's not insidious it's not getting into your nerves but the harmful one are the ones which draws you slowly into the community first and then slowly draws into their financial network and finally into their emotional network and you're completely dependent you can't escape it i mean it doesn't happen overnight but you should watch when such a thing begins to happen to you or your friends you're really getting drawn into the cult now i talk from my personal experience i was a student of civil engineering and i was studying in the indian institute of technology in iit in delhi and um, in the evenings i used to have time i walked out of the main gate and one day i saw advertisement for a very famous guru and uh, they had these satsangs and um, i was curious so i walked in there one day and i saw all these well to do people sitting and talking and suddenly a music started playing and everybody started dancing and it was supposed to be some kind of a dynamic uh, dance a dynamic kundalini i didn't know anything about the guru but i really enjoyed it i felt the community was welcoming i was a stranger there and i got drawn into it just because i felt so welcome and one thing led to another and then i traveled with the group to another indian city i don't know how to say where because the moment i say which city will know <laughs> which ashram it is <laughs> but i had loads of fun but there was absolutely no spirituality and one thing led to another and i realized the dangers of being part of a commune i could have easily slipped from my studies and gone there but something woke me up and i realized that that's not a path i should take i came back and then i continued my studies and luckily that was that then again i had another experience 
I came back down south to take up a job and eventually start a company. But I ended up going to a place near Pondicherry where there was a large uh, community and uh, I had initially gone there as a student. I loved the people there. So I went back there and um, something told me that this is a place I should go to. It was like a message I started getting and all the friends there said, come back here. Um, you don't have to live in the city. You could do much more here. And I really did not subscribe to the philosophy. I did no reading at all about the guru or what they said. I just liked the people there. I liked the friends. So I went there for the community and boy, was I wrong. Because uh, without the underpinning, the moral underpinning, Uh, of the message which there certainly was there uh, i got drawn into this place and i wasted 2 years and uh, it took a lot of trouble to get out of there anyway so based on my own experience i can tell you that you either go there into uh, godman's grip because of an introduction from a friend or a family which means you're doing it for the sake of community Uh, because someone else is doing it you are doing it or when you are in deep trouble uh, the answers are not coming from your normal uh, religion or from the normal philosophy that you know or from the elders in the family and you don't have the culture of going to a psychologist or a uh, psychiatrist even and then you use this as a crutch and you go there there's a second time and the third time is when it is well advertised all around you and you think it's the right thing to do uh, and you get drawn into it so when there are 100 different people around you in your office or your school subscribing to a godman also makes you feel different that you have you are in some way different so you have the godman's picture in your purse in your wallet in your bag and you feel that he or she will get you through this exam or this promotion or through this hardship so now any good thing that happens to you you start uh, ascribing to that particular godman so now you're already getting into the trap next you feel that you need to give back something and one of the ways in which these godmen draw you into the community is by asking you to volunteer your service you're probably a skilled engineer an architect a doctor a nurse a teacher a linguist whatever and then they would ask you to provide some time of yours there uh, so that you also get the satisfaction of giving back something so once you start doing that you also feel some legitimate connection with that and all these organizations have a hierarchy they may not name it but there will be a hierarchy there will be somebody who will be more powerful than you who has got better access to the godman and you will want to be in the position because it's the same racket right it's like any other organization and so you will want to go into the position and that means giving more time and god forbid it means sometimes that you have to give more money now i know this famous famous orthopedic surgeon in chennai a very rational very intelligent guy but he went and bought something called a yantra a kind of a geometrical shaped object uh, for 17 lakh rupees which would have costed that godman perhaps only a few thousand rupees to manufacture and the belief was that if this doctor keeps it in his house around his house for 3 miles good vibration will spread and all the people there will be happy now this doctor genuinely was doing it out of goodwill he wanted the community around him to be happy 
but he got duped into buying a 3000 or 4000 rupee object for so many lakh of rupees so the next trap that you need to be aware is that you start paying expensive uh money uh, very expensive you start buying objects of high very low value for very high price so a typical tour to the himalayas if it is going to cost a lakh of rupees with insurance uh, if you were to travel with the godman it will cost you 3 4 lakh rupees so that's a trap next if you need to personally travel with this godman it would cost several times more it may cost 10 lakhs 20 lakhs to go with him so this is obviously a trap and you need to be aware of this and to sit in the front row of the godman will cost more when you are in the fifth row it will cost lesser when you are right at behind you could be a free free seat so all this clearly indicate that you are in the wrong place now let me talk about the more dangerous type of uh, cults the godman you could get drawn to remember any cult any community which is got a godman as the leader has his own got his own set of rules they are not really governed by the normal social norms they don't have the rules of the government uh, they don't have the typical hierarchy they don't have a reporting system so they have their own guards they have their own audit they have their own psychologists they have their own counseling they have their own way of resolving issues problems and conflicts which means often times the troubles which happen inside don't come out so the first thing to do is do a little research on the godman before he became famous usually there'll be a scandal there would have been a, a case of an assault uh, of uh, him going bankrupt of her being involved in some kind of a, a financial scandal so that will give you a clue as to where this person is coming from and today everything will look clean because they have their own rules they have their own auditing system nothing will come out and usually a uh, powerful godman also will be seen hobnobbing with very very powerful politicians so when there is an inauguration of something or when they are releasing a book they'll always always almost invite the governor the sometimes the prime minister uh, very powerful people will be coming and so in return they also get protection from these people the second thing to watch for is normally they are beyond the the law which means the the commune that they live in may have been constructed perhaps in a place uh, where no such construction is allowed there could be some kind of an environmental um, damage to the place or they could be sitting in an island where no other construction is normally allowed they could be in the area of the town or the city where the construction laws do not permit such a high building but they would be there because they have this powerful position and they have got that exemption which already shows that they are beyond the law so what happens when you meet a person when you come in contact with a person who has got his own rules and is normally beyond the law you could get into deep trouble there could be no way no redressal for your money in case you loan the money or you are given the money for a services and you got inadequate service so like in the case of the doctor you could have given lakhs of rupees for an object of no real value or you could have gone on a trip which is very expensive and had should something happen or should there be a shortage of service you can't complain or worse still you could be abused physically or emotionally by the godman or somebody in the power there and it happens often such information comes to us much later so you don't want to be one such person right you don't want to get raped 
you don't want to get emotionally blackmailed you don't want your children to be scarred so you need to be really careful when you go beyond the limit in having a contact with a powerful godman another quick way to spot a godman is they are specifically and very carefully creating a more than real life personality now think about it think about the five famous godmen or godwomen in our own country the, the the chaps who are alive now would you like to otherwise have them as your friend traveling in a bus with you dressed like that just imagine the typical godman with his long flowing robes colorful turban huge beard would you like him to be your brother a friend a husband sitting next to you in a public place no it's weird would you like that chap who's shaved his head is wearing all white uh, has got uh, some sash around his uh, um, waist holding this stuff would you want him to be your uh, father definitely not so why would you want him to be your godman so the chaps these babes who are dressed weird they are just that they are weird and they are giving a signal saying that they are different so take that as a warning so i have given you a few clues as to how to spot a fake godman and how you will get introduced to these chaps and now how to get out of this first of all even if you feel that that particular godman or godwoman is doing some positive things to you remember it is because of your emotional condition at that moment however since it is being helpful and you are not visiting a psychiatrist and probably this is a cheaper way to solve your problems remember to use this as a crutch only and only until you need it so you have fallen somewhere you have broken your leg it's in cast and you are using a crutch now when you feel better would you be still carrying the crutch after 2 years after you become better would you still be carrying the crutch feeling thankful no you you don't want to carry the cross anymore so ditch it similarly when you are vulnerable and if you feel some god or godman was helpful to you and uh, it is okay but when you become better please leave it second thing is as i told you look at the appearance of the godman and then ask yourself does this person have to do all this in order to become special isn't the information the knowledge that he is giving enough special enough so why would anybody do this so that's the way to spot it second oh sorry third imagine that person after his death usually a godman is older than you imagine what will happen 5 years 10 years from now after his passing what will happen he's going to die right like any of us so go into that mode so imagine that he is not there and whatever you would do at that time do it now so perhaps now you can reduce your engagement to a photograph bring it home and you have a communication only with the photograph or not with the real real fellow that is one way of withdrawing yourself it's like kicking the habit of smoking with a chewing gum and you have to, i need you to start imagining uh, what this godman is doing which are normal i mean he'll be going to the toilet like all of us heaven's sake i mean when he gets when he falls sick he'll go to the doctor so he is normal right imagine such stuff and that's one way to get out of this 
and lastly develop your rational skills all of us in our weaker moments would do irrational things we would start believing in things which will get through the troubles but don't ever kill the rational being in you always always go back to that self which has saved you so far go back to science go back to rational thinking i think that's all thank you bye bye